Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Chapter 19 God's Creative Action You Have Free Will During the lifetime of Gautama Buddha, there was belief in many different gods. But when Gautama Buddha discussed God in the below, he only spoke of one God. A common definition of the word God is God, the creator of the universe and source of all moral authority, the supreme being. All is caused by God's creative action. The following is a translation from the Pali Canon, the source of Gautama Buddha's teachings. Then bhikkhus, I approach those aesthetics in Brahman who hold such a doctrine in view as this. Whatever this person experiences, whether pleasure, pain, or neither pain nor pleasure, all that is caused by God's creative activity. And I said to them, is it true that you venerable ones hold such a doctrine in view? When I ask them this, they affirm it. Then I say to them, In such a case, is it due to God's creative activity that you might destroy life, take what is not given, indulge in sexual activity, speak falsehood, utter divisive speech, speak harshly, indulge in idle chatter, that you might be full of longing, have a mind of ill will, and hold wrong view? Those who fall back on God's creative activity as the essential truth have no desire to do what should be done and to avoid doing what should not be done, nor do they make an effort in this respect. Since they do not apprehend as true and valid anything that should be done or should not be done, they are muddle-minded, they do not guard themselves, and even the personal designation, aesthetic, could not be legitimately applied to them. Translation by Bhikkhu Bodhi in the year 2012. Gautama Buddha's goal was not to prove or disprove God's existence because Gautama Buddha only taught truth that could be independently realized or understood by you through your own practice and that which leads to Nibbana. This is how you gain wisdom. Gautama Buddha never denied the existence of God. Gautama Buddha's teachings are not based on belief. These teachings are a path for you to gain wisdom which liberates the mind. These teachings help you to develop a pure mind to attain Nibbana. Gautama Buddha had nothing tangible to teach us that could prove or disprove God's existence, so he taught us not to be attached to God. Gautama Buddha understood that any and all attachment would cause us discontentedness, so he taught us not to be attached to God, his existence, nor that God controls all things. If we have this view, then it renders humans powerless. If you do believe in God, that would not be God's way. 
We know that our intentions, speech, and actions are 100% within our ability to be wholesome. God does not control us like robots. We have complete free will to think, say, and do whatever we please. Nothing in this world can control your intentions, speech, or actions as you have consciousness and free will. But it is our intentions, speech, and actions coming from a pure and wholesome place that will lead us to Nibbana. The path that leads to Nibbana does not require a belief in God. A belief in God will also not hinder you as long as you have eliminated craving and practice right view from the Eightfold Path. Practicing right view while having a relationship with God would include understanding that God does not control you and grant wishes, that you are 100% in control of your own intentions, speech, and actions. You have the ability to eliminate discontentedness of the mind and it is not dependent on God. Elimination of craving as it relates to praying to God would include that you do not consider God as a genie in a bottle who will grant you a wish that comes true. If your prayer consists of requests, wishes, desires, and cravings, then the mind will not be able to reach Nibbana due to your constant cravings and desires while being attached to God, asking for stuff. Have you ever prayed for a new car, a new house, or more wealth, and God instantly granted that wish? No, of course not. This is how you know the truth that God is not a genie in a bottle. And, for you to accomplish anything wholesome in this life, it needs to be initiated by you in your actions. If you choose to have a personal relationship with God, you can through prayer and giving thanks. But it is important to realize that if you would like change and improvement in your life, you will need to create that for yourself because constantly asking God for change has not worked and will not work. Any improvement in your life needs to be initiated by you. If you would like a good and wholesome life, you need to create that for yourself through the natural law of gamma. If you do good and wholesome things through your intentions, speech, and actions, you will have a good and wholesome life. Some traditions of teachings that include God teach human beings to fear God. God does not need to be feared. If you have belief in God, God would not be interested in having you fear, which can make the mind neurotic, but instead know that there is unlimited amounts of love and compassion from God for you. You should be encouraged to practice these same qualities towards God and all living beings throughout your life practice. It is important that if you have a belief in God, that you do not fear God. All fear needs to be eliminated as part of this path to attaining Nibbana, including any fear you may or may not have of God. If there is fear, there can be no Nibbana. All that happens in this life is a result of Gamma, not the result of God's creative actions. God, nor Gamma, rewards us or punishes us, but instead, all our own actions produce a result. If you have no belief in God, that is fine and you will not be inhibited from attaining Nibbana in any way. This practice has no attachments to God and no attachments to not believing in God. This practice is about freedom of thought and free will. This life practice is about observing how your own intentions, speech, and actions determine 100% of your life through the natural law of Gamma. Nothing and no one other than you can control the mind, your intentions, your speech, or your actions. Gautama Buddha did not teach about an afterlife or a soul. He left these undeclared in his teachings. 
He did not teach whether we exist nor not exist once we attain Nibbana and die. If we do not attain Nibbana during this life or at death, we will be reborn through the cycle of rebirth. These are the undeclared teachings of Gautama Buddha. The world is eternal. The world is not eternal. The world is finite. The world is infinite. The soul is the same as the body. The soul is one thing and the body is another. After death, the Tathagata exists. After death, the Tathagata does not exist. After death, the Tathagata both exists and does not exist. After death, the Tathagata neither exists nor does not exist. Tathagata is another term used to refer to Gautama Buddha. Gautama Buddha is referring to himself, who was an arahant. Therefore, you can insert enlightened being for Tathagata. This means he left the teachings undeclared of whether a human being who has attained Nibbana as an arahant after death exists, does not exist, both exist and does not exist, neither exist nor does not exist. Just like all clinging and attachments, if we cling and crave the answer to these questions, it will cause the mind to be discontent. Knowing the answer to any of these questions will not lead to an individual's own enlightenment, and therefore, Gautama Buddha never taught or declared these teachings. They are undeclared. There are many teachings Gautama Buddha did not share, as his main focus was to help people understand they needed to work towards their own salvation through the process of attaining Nibbana, or enlightenment. Gautama Buddha focused everyone's attention, the mind, and their development on the teachings that lead to Nibbana, the cessation of discontentedness and the suffering it causes, rather than ceremonies and worship. He taught people to practice the teachings of being a good moral person that eliminates all unwholesome gamma production, producing only wholesome gamma. Gautama Buddha's teachings are about non-attachment. He didn't even want people to attach to him, nor the existence of God, as Gautama Buddha knew, Nibbana is 100% determined by our own intentions, speech, and actions. Rebirth, or the cycle of rebirth, is the process in which all beings who have not attained Nibbana during this life or at death will be reborn into a new form, or formless realm of existence, hell, afflicted spirits, animal, human, or heaven. An afterlife, which Gautama Buddha left as an undeclared teaching, is what happens when one has attained Nibbana in this life or at death. What happens next? That is the afterlife. You need to be comfortable with not knowing the answer, in other words, not being attached to what is or is not going to happen in an afterlife, as being attached to needing to know this outcome could inhibit you from attaining Nibbana and will cause rebirth. The goal is to extinguish all craving for a personal existence view desire for form, and desire for the formless. These are just three aspects of the ten fetters required for Nibbana as it relates to the discussion in this chapter. If you attain Nibbana in this human existence, life will be so peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy that you will have no need to know what comes next in the afterlife, if anything at all. You will be experiencing complete and total peace of mind, and will know that if there is something after death having attained Nibbana, it must be good. 
The goal is to attain Nibbana in this very life so that you will not be reborn through the cycle of rebirth into another realm of existence. You can attain Nibbana during your existing life to experience everlasting peace or at death. God does not grant Nibbana and God does not control all things in life. We have complete free will to determine our own path in life. We do not need to be attached to the outcome of this existence nor be attached to God to create change in our life. Only we can create change in our life through our free will and personal choices. If you believe God does exist, God would be interested in all humans being kind, gentle, warm, and loving to each other. These teachings will guide you in developing a mind in life practice free from discontentedness in the suffering it causes. You can obtain your own salvation and believe in God. You will not earn salvation through worship, but through practicing teachings that lead to a good moral life. If you do not believe in God and develop a kind, gentle, warm, and loving life practice, should you someday find God does exist, God would be very pleased with your intentions, speech, and actions. And if God does not exist, then you would have had a comfortable and wholesome existence on earth while coexisting with other beings. You would have led a very wholesome life in developing this life practice. You do not need to believe in God to learn and practice these teachings, and a belief in God will also not hinder your practice as long as you are not craving and desiring things from God. The end of each chapter will have learning resources for further exploration. You will be able to explore videos, podcasts, quizzes, etc. to deepen your learning of the content you read in each chapter. Please see the ebook for more details on these resources. As you have questions or need clarification on these teachings, you are welcome to post those into the Facebook group, Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, or contact the author privately for in-depth learning. Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Daily Wisdom 999. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment.